This audio presentation of You Are God is broadcasted to you courtesy of MindworthyInfo.com and it is presented to you by yours truly, Michelle Dixon. The purpose of You Are God is to break down the Bible and to show you that the Bible is nothing more than allegory and it isn't meant to be taken literally. But throughout the ages, man has been taking the Bible literally and by doing this, they have diminished the true mystical fact that lies within the Bible. You Are God is here to break down the Bible and to show you that all the characters play Places and events are nothing more than different states of man's consciousness personified as characters, places, and events. Family, I thank you so much for joining me. And again, please go on over to MindworthyInfo.com and subscribe. There is so much knowledge that comes to the inbox and you will learn and you will enhance your awareness and be the greater version of yourself. I thank you so much for joining me. And we talk about the call for freedom. That is what we call on today. And that is what we will talk about today. And freedom is nothing more than that God in you that you're bringing out. We all long for freedom. Everyone wants to be free, whether it's financial freedom, whether it's freedom from being lonely and finding the love of your life, whether it's freedom from a life that you believe wasn't yours and it was a land that was holding you back, keeping you in bondage. And you want to leave that land of your limitations and get to the freedom that you can be motivated and be inspired and get to being the God that you are. And you know this because this is the power that is driving you. It is in you. And you probably have those days when you want to get up and then you have those days when you are down. It's because your subconscious mind is being told what you're lying, the lie of it can't happen. And you probably let that become you. And then some days you might be motivated, but it's hard to keep this on, right? It probably is hard because, you know, it's life and sometimes... The outside world will influence our inner world and then you will make the inner world comply with the outside world and conform to it and it will be hell. Instead, it should be the other way around where the inner world is what makes the outside world comply to what the inner world is telling it, not the way where the outside world is dictating to the inner world. Get what I'm saying? It's because the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Luke 4, 18. So, how, right here, we see what's going on. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. That is that Spirit that is leading you to be the best you. And that when that Spirit comes upon you, you know because it is motivating you and it's living in you. And Lord means nothing more than the authoritative figure. And you gain an authority over your life is when the Lord is shining on you and that energy is moving you because it has anointed you. The anointing is nothing more than the oil of blessings. And when you're blessed and anointed, you are becoming illumined. And when you become illumined, you will be forced inside you to preach the gospel. The gospel is what? You are preaching, you are speaking, and the gospel means nothing more than good news. So the good news that is speaking in you is speaking to that poor thought and poor states of consciousness, to the poor. And he hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Now, you, the brokenhearted here is those 
individuals that has a corrupted subconscious mind, people who allow the subconscious to dominate them and let the world around them ruin them and now their heart is broken and they have a nasty outlook on life and on the world around them. Now you see to preach deliverance to the captives, the captives, those who are enslaved by their subconscious because they allowed the outside world to dictate to them and by them allowing it to dictate to them, it dictates nothing but misery, sadness, um, life is no good, nothing good is happening, everything that's going on is bad, I hate life, why is this happening to me, oh poor me, what did I do, how comes life can't treat me good, why can't I catch a break? You see how broken how did you get and now you have to preach deliverance to the captives the captives they are locked in their mind and they're allowing everything to become hell and now they're in a prison that they created and how many people are like this tons of people and recovering of sight to the blind so now the blind are those that couldn't see that there's more to life when you're not awakened you're blind how many people are blind? We live in a world where so many people are blind to the fact that they create their own reality by using their mind the way that they're supposed to. They use it to worry and to fret and to look at everything as if nothing good can ever happen and it's only pain, sorrows, and misery is all they know. And by that being all they know, they are blind. And when you get your sight back, you now see the error of your ways. You now see the problems and now you work to correct them and to set at liberty them that are bruised. You will become free. Freedom will be there. To be liberated is to become someone who is now free in a world that you know you control. You control the world and you're the one that are in charge of your world. And that is what that means. But people, men, has taken this literally and over the years have ruined the scripture. And when you ruin it, you think it means giving the blind sight, someone who literally can't see and now you're making them see again. No, this is speaking about the blind, those who are blind to see that the errors of their own way of thinking and their own life is happening because they didn't gain a control over that subconscious mind that connects them to the God that is inside them. You see, brothers and sisters, this is serious, serious business here. A person who allows their subconscious mind to roam free and become brokenhearted, they are bruised. They will be so bruised that misery, problems, and hell will be all that they are acquainted with. And when that is all you know, all you will know is nothing but bad. You will know nothing good. You will always complain and you think that everyone is doing you wrong. When really, everyone is just a reflection of your own consciousness and the thinking that you are holding. If you were to replace that and think a different way, you will actually lead. You will actually do great things and control yourself. Because if the Son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. We know that the Son will make you free. John 8, 36. The Son here that it's speaking of is Jesus Christ, but that Son is also aligned with the Illumined One. We know that the Jesus Christ of the Bible wasn't an actual figure, but yet a higher state of consciousness and reaching a higher level of knowledge that opens you up and you are free because wherever that Son you accept and you know that he is in you and you are him. If the son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. So there is no shackles or nothing that will hold you back. I know people who are diehearted Christians and who are deep, deep, deep-seated religious folk. And they still don't understand this concept. They will pray to God. They will say Jesus saved them. They died. He died for their sins. But they will still have misery and worry in their life because they don't, don't know that 
this is allegory and not to be taken literally to where you think an individual outside yourself can save you when really you are this individual that it is speaking of. You are the Jesus Christ. And you being the Jesus Christ, that means that you are the only one that can truly free your life. You will pray and pray for a man to come out the sky every day. Go to church every Sunday. Go to Bible study. Do all you can. And it will never happen because you don't have a grip on that subconscious mind. When you gain a grip on it, you gain a grip on something that will lead your life. and You will control your life exactly the way that you want it to be controlled. You know, now the Lord is that spirit. And where that spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. The Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Second Corinthians 3.17. So now we see also that the Lord, as I stated earlier, the authoritative figure, the one that is in you, your great awakening, when it comes up, you will know because you will no longer be the person that you were prior to getting that awakening and wanting to attain more knowledge and understanding that there's more to life and you see yourself as someone who is aiming to do better than you were last year because you know that next year is crucial and what you do today means the next year that you will have so now we know that the lord is that spirit that is that spirit that is guiding you and where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty so where that spirit is that's moving you and is getting you ready to go to wanting to be the person that you're supposed to be there is always liberty there is always freedom that is the great call of freedom that is helping to move you and when you know that that spirit is there to liberate you, you will liberate yourself in every way possible. I've seen people hold themselves back. I've seen people constantly bring up conversations of lack, conversations of I can't do this, conversations of what life has done to me. And I always tell people, remember, what goes in a mouth doesn't defile them, but it is what comes out of the mouth of a man or individual what defiles them and people will constantly defile themselves with these conversations of limitations and these conversations of lack and the more you speak on it the more you defile yourself and the more you bring hell to yourself you see what I'm saying here so many people will not focus the way that they're supposed to and by them not doing this it brings hell to them and that is the problem that they must understand they must lead and stop it because they're the only ones with the because for brethren ye have been called unto liberty only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh but by love serve one another remember that for all the law is fulfilled in one word even in this thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself you have to understand that galatians chapter 5 13 to 14. So um, when we see that you, um, for brethren, ye have been called unto liberty, when that liberty that I'm speaking of to you, of that freedom, that spirit that is in you, that Lord, the God that you are, is speaking to you to be free, you will know. And it's telling you not to just use that for things of the flesh. Don't be selfish with it. Don't just use it for personal gain or try to focus on the now, focus on tomorrow and focus on not just helping yourself, but by the love to serve one another. Because you shall know for the law is fulfilled. Every single law that was given unto man and that is a natural law that connects us to God and the universe all comes down to one thing. 
Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself because thy neighbor is yourself. You are your neighbor. So everything comes back to you. You treat someone like how you would want to be treated. You are treating yourself the same way. So you are also freeing yourself and giving yourself freedom like how you would want someone else to have freedom. Think on that and know that the call for freedom is one that is speaking to you. So go get your freedom now. Brothers and sisters, I thank you so much for listening to this snippet. And I thank you so much for listening to me. Um, Please go on over to MindworthyInfo.com. Subscribe. And we have more great teachings coming your way. Until next time, brothers and sisters, have a good one. Now, let us go into the silence.